WVOW Local News, now. A Chapmanville Regional High School student faces charges for making terroristic threats. I'm Aaron Stone. The 17-year-old male was arrested this morning by Logan County Sheriff's deputies. Corporal Derek Miller is a county deputy and the prevention resource officer at Chapmanville Regional High School. Miller said the threat originated on social media. The teen was not armed at the time of the arrest, according to Miller. Miller said all county schools were secured this morning. Around 7.15 this morning, the male suspect did arrive at school. Uh, he was brought by a uh, personal vehicle. He was not on the school bus, which I did contact. You know, safety measures were put into place for the school buses. The teenager was not armed when he was apprehended. According to Miller, a rumor of a second threat circulated after the arrest. Rumors were started that there was more people involved. We actually arrested the, uh, the wrong person. This is all not true. Um, we take every fact and every every threat seriously. So we're looking into that on who started that second uh, rumor. The report of the threat originated with state police. Miller said cooperation between the troopers, Chapmanville Police, and Sheriff's Department resolved the matter quickly without incident. The teenager faces juvenile charges. This is WVOW Logan. The Women's Center at Logan Regional Medical Center, close to home and caring for life. Our family-oriented facility provides a warm and welcoming environment for families as they welcome their new baby into the world. New babies can room with their mothers throughout their hospital stay. With over 200 years of combined labor and delivery experience, our staff is trained in breastfeeding techniques and skin-to-skin care. Experience our care at Logan Regional Medical Center's Women's Center, delivering the best, close to home. Logan County Health Department Director Steve Browning confirmed the death of a 68-year-old female attributed to COVID-19. The fatality brings Logan's death toll to 131 since the onset of the outbreak. A total of 40 additional infections of the virus has been confirmed through laboratory testing from over the weekend. Moreover, the health department reported 47 cases have been cleared for recovery. Currently, Logan County has 121 active cases, 5,270 recoveries, and 131 fatalities for a cumulative total 5,522 cases of COVID-19. 20 people are hospitalized. The West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources reported 714 additional infections of the COVID-19 virus statewide today. Since the beginning of the outbreak, a total of 4,316 West Virginians have succumbed to the virus, and that includes 24 additional deaths reported Tuesday morning. West Virginia currently has 7,366 active cases of COVID-19. Logan County Commissioners approved the employment of a grant facilitator. Commissioner Diana Barnett says Logan County's income has been traditionally based on property taxes and coal severance funds. However, Barnett believes that the large number of grants available for application would bring much desired extra dollars to the county. I feel like that we are missing a lot of money if we don't have someone who is focused on seeking out, searching out new grants. Um, I think it's time that we step up and, and try to go towards the future and hire a grant facilitator specifically just to do that job. Look for money in all the places we can find it. 
A grant facilitator is an individual dedicated to the purpose of coordinating and managing grant applications. The job typically includes identifying potential grants to fund new or existing programs. Barnett motioned to hire man resident Chris Trent as the Logan County's first grant facilitator. Commissioner Danny Ellis seconded the motion. All three commissioners unanimously approved Trent for the job. Trent recently concluded a stint as a representative of Governor Justice's office and is a former special victims advocate for the Logan County Sheriff's Department. Trent won numerous grant applications during his time at the Sheriff's Department, including a pair of grants in June 2020, totaling over $400,000. After the meeting, Trent said he's glad to be back home to work and is looking forward to hitting the ground running. I've been saying for years that Logan County needs to focus more on finding grant money, especially federal grant money, and now I think we're going to start seeing some more of this. Logan County Commission yesterday approved $900 in funding for the annual Veterans Day program by the Kiwanis Club of Logan. Kiwanis will hold a parade on Veterans Day beginning at 10 a.m., the parade will begin on the island and circle through the city of Logan. At the 11th hour on Veterans Day, a ceremony dedicated to veterans will be conducted on the island. Veterans Day originated with the end of World War I. An armistice went into effect between Germany and the Allied nations on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. The day was recognized as the end of the war to end all wars. Kiwanis members are also currently selling tickets for a PlayStation 5, and the club will raffle that off before the Logan Christmas Parade on December 2nd. Tickets are limited to 500 and are $10 each. Kentucky leads the nation with the largest increase of people quitting their jobs, dubbed the Great Resignation. The number of people leaving their jobs is making it tough for employers to manage demand. Kentucky was one of 14 states with an increase of employees quitting their jobs in August. That's according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Around 84,000 Kentuckians quit their jobs in August. That number represents an increase of 26,000 people quitting work compared to July. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics includes employees who left their jobs voluntarily, with exceptions for retirees and job transfers. Kentucky isn't alone. The increase of the quit rate was also found in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Today, well, we could see a sprinkle at best on the east side of the listening area here. Most of the coal fields, though, just dealing with a lot of clouds and it's cool and it's blustery. A 20 mile an hour wind gust out of the northwest at times in the afternoon, the high 53 to 55. It's mostly cloudy and about 40 overnight. Wednesday, we'll go with about 58 to 60. We'll call it a partly sunny day. Then we'll bring the rain back into the plan. Late Thursday, crossing into Friday, could be plenty of rain. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.